Aaron Rodgers be like, please God, just one wide receiver. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. We're going to talk about offense today and defense tomorrow. Grassi, and today we're going to talk about why the offense should be the priority for the Green Bay Packers in the 2021 NFL Draft. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have Maxwell the Sauce Doss. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube membership, joining the Grassley Posse, we got Spencer Webb. A big shout out and thank you to you both. Now, before I jump into this, it might seem a bit obvious on what we should target considering that our offense was so good this past season, maybe they shouldn't be the priority. Maybe it should be for the defense, who did better than they have in previous years. However, considering the estimated losses that we're going to have on the offensive side of the ball, and throwing on top of that impending contracts that are about to expire, today I'm going to make an argument that maybe offense should be where we spend those prime, prime draft picks. Now, last year, as we all know, the Green Bay Packers were not too shabby in the offense department. Fifth in total yards, ninth in passing, eighth in rushing, and first in overall points. Oh, baby. Yeah, that's looking pretty good. Devontae Adams went on a tear, missing several games, but still making an argument to be the offensive player in the year. Aaron Rodgers winning the league MVP, and things were clicking. And if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, you know that over the past bunch of years, we really don't spend those first round picks on offense, right? Except for last year when we got Jordan Love and everyone was really happy about that. Guys complained about that for years and look what happened. They finally picked offense. It just wasn't the one that you wanted. But it wasn't just the first round last year. Their first three picks were all on the offensive side of the ball. You obviously had Jordan Love, and then you had A.J. Dillon, and then you got Josiah DeGuerra. The year previously, they spent both their first round picks on defensive players being Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage. And of course, if you go back even further, you have guys like Jair Alexander, and then right after that, you have Josh Jackson in the second round. Basically, the point is that they have really spent a lot of these premium picks on defense. However, today I'm going to break down a couple of positions of need on the offense and why there should be premium picks spent on those positions. So starting off with the first one, let's go with offensive line. This to me seems like one of the top two positions that the Packers would spend a first round pick on, the other being cornerback, which we will talk about tomorrow. But offensive line is definitely a position of need. Now, you look at the Packers this past season, they were great on the offensive line, right? Guys like Elton Jenkins, who in his second year was a pro bowler, guy played amazing, guy literally played in every single position along the offensive line. David Bakhtiari was an all pro once again, Corey Lindsley was an all pro, and so things were going really, really well. However, as time went on, you did see some injuries. Billy Turner, who had a nice season, got eaten alive in the NFC Championship game. You have guys like Rick Wagner, who I would have thought would have been kind of a stopgap until we got a more permanent right tackle. He played pretty well last season, too. However, I think we still need to get younger at that position. The Packers did draft three offensive linemen in the sixth round last year, and some of them have shown potential, like John Runyon. But the point is that guys like Rick Wagner, their future is uncertain. Corey Lindsley is most likely going to be walking in free agency. And so those are two prime positions that need to be replaced. 
And so again, while I understand that this is not really an attractive pick and it's not going to make anyone go, woo, at the same time, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or eventually going to be Jordan Love, the quarterback needs to be protected. The Packers have done a really, really good job of protecting their quarterback over the past few years, and I would imagine that they're going to invest a premium pick, whether it's day one or day two, on the offensive line. The second position of need that I imagine the Packers won't spend a first round pick on, but will probably go a day two or day three pick is actually running back. The reason for this is even though we drafted AJ Dillon in the second round, much to the chagrin of many, A.J. Dillon right now is basically the only running back we're going to have on the roster. Because if you look at guys like Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, both of them are most likely going to walk in free agency. There has been an offer made to Aaron Jones earlier this season, which was obviously didn't go through. Jamal Williams had to fire his agent and get a new one, and it doesn't seem like there's really talks going on there. And considering our cap health, it just doesn't look like that we're going to be able to afford it unless they dramatically restructure Aaron Rodgers' contract, which basically means that they're going all in on him, which... The jury is kind of still out on that. As I mentioned before, we were eighth in rushing last year and throwing A.J. Dillon in there in just his second year, I mean, that's risky as all hell. Matt LaFleur has utilized a kind of running back by committee type of style and that has worked really well, right? You have guys like Tyler Irvin, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, and of course, A.J. Dillon every now and then. He was sporadically used before he took like this main stage in the Titans game. And that's what makes them so effective. You have Aaron Jones who's so elusive. His cuts are so good. He can do things on the roster that other guys can't do. Jamal Williams, how many times did you see this season, especially in the postseason, getting those hard-earned yards? And again, not that A.J. Dillon can't do that. However, if he's the feature back, we go from now splitting carries to now A.J. Dillon being the main back. That's going to put a lot of miles on him. So if Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams wind up not being on the team, look for the Packers to kind of fill that need. Another position of need is wide receiver. Now, we did an entire episode on this last year saying the Packers had a wide receiver problem, and it wasn't the one that everyone was heeing and hawing about of, oh, we didn't draft one in the first round because we need to give Aaron Rodgers more weapons. No, that's not the problem here. The problem is that after this season, there is not a single Green Bay Packer wide receiver that's going to be left on the roster. I'm going to say that again. All of their contracts are going to expire. Devontae Adams is obviously going to get a major extension and get major, major dollars. But after that, you have guys like MVS and EQ whose rookie contracts expire. And so the question becomes is, okay, which one do you pay? Alan Lazard technically is not on the team right now. He'll be brought back on a cheap deal most likely. But again, who are you going to give big money to? Alan Lazard showed that he is a pretty consistent number two. MVS, he has his ups and downs, did really well in the NFC Championship game. And EQ, well, he struggles to stay on the field. So if you put all these things together, we have a wide receiver problem is that there's no real youth at that position. And so the Packers have kind of forced themselves at this point to draft a wide receiver in this draft. And I would imagine it's probably not going to be a day one, but it's probably going to be a day two pick. We have a lot of luck and success drafting on the second day, especially in round two. Look at Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, and of course, Devontae Adams. So not only do they need to get younger at that position, but again, once this season is over, who are you going to pay? Are you going to give Alan Lazard a ton of money? Are you going to give MVS a ton of money? Are you going to give EQ a ton of money? None of those options really seem like the best route. I know in 2018, we wound up getting a bunch of wide receivers. We got Jamon Moore, we have MVS, and we got EQ. Well, I would imagine that might happen again, and there's a string of wide receivers that are going to be pulled day two and day three. In addition, I don't know if we have another number one wide receiver waiting in the wings that is currently on this team. So I think if you spend a round two pick on wide receiver, let him stay behind Devontae Adams, who's one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the game yeah, then at least they're going to be set up for success. And finally, the last position of need is quarterback. 
I almost got through that with a straight face. So if you put all these positions together, it's pretty evident that the Packers do need to fill some gaps on offense. My question to you and what I'm going to pose tomorrow, is that more important than the defense? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! We'll